the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. Fully prepared to discuss the real problem in America, aside from noticing Democrat failure across the board. State banks across this country are in a huge pickle right now. The Federal Reserve has painted them into a corner. They're taking out billions because they have to pay people who have an IQ over 60 and have accumulated some money, 6%, 5 4.5%. 4.5%. They don't have the fracking dough because of fractional lending. So you got a crunch going on in the time when Americans who are of responsibility are not borrowing more than they can spend. That's only a problem the government has, and it's got a big one. So I'm dying to talk about that. I also want to talk about the chaos in foreign policy corruption, whether it's the Ukrainian Nazis and the money swindle there, or it's the Sudan. Dying to talk about that. But how can you focus on anything else other than the sewer that we're all from? The once great city where the magnificent mile kind of resembles Sudan without the nice weather. Thank you, Mark. Developing overnight another large teen gathering in downtown Chicago, ending with two teens shot. Hundreds of teens flooded Michigan Avenue last night, smashing... Now, I have to say, when I went to school, Fenwick was a phenomenal school. I tested there but did not go there. The reason I didn't go there is it was expensive. At that time, now you're granted that was when the country had character and there was a normal economy and the rest of it. Tuition was like $1,100. But if you were a kid that deemed $1,100 in tuition, you had to wear a tie. You act accordingly. You did your homework. They had high grade point averages. We're paying $30,000 a year for these savages. $30,000 a year for all the kids. All they need is a name. They go to school. They register. $30,000 a year. And this is the product? I just want to be certain. This is the product. Our windows trying to get into Millennium Park, prompting a major police response. Officers were escorting tourists and visitors to their cars in the Millennium Park parking garage. Now, you know, you know the rest of the story. You've heard the shows. I come on it when you're leaving work. I come on in the afternoon. The real argument is, is it 35 kids that were shot over the weekend or 31? That's the discrepancy of four. And in the meantime, Washington, D.C. uses a shooting of 20 in Alabama. Well, why don't you focus on these Democrat utopias where your teacher union makes the most money? where they have the most days off and the most power, and you have the corruption system of Democrats in control of everything. And you're going to listen to national hosts as they try to pretend this is race rather than character. Because there were kids of all races at that soiree of a freak show in Chicago. The problem isn't race. 
The problem is policy and character. But what you have to understand is what you saw is what that system delivers. That savagery, that incivility, that insanity is a product of Democrat control everything. How does it look? Have you had enough or are you thirsty for more? That's the only question. And now back to our top story, the chaotic scene at 31st Street Beach. Let's get back to Elizabeth. Well, these are different clips. Don't worry. I wouldn't play the same. Yeah, guys, sorry about those technical difficulties earlier. So we guesstimate probably three to four hundred kids running about at 31st Street Beach tonight. Maybe about six, seven o'clock is when this all started. And we have learned from Chicago police that one arrest was made. Charges are pending. No, 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 no. Three to four hundred kids. One arrest was made. And the reason one arrest was made is what's the point? What's the point of arresting the scourge and the scallywags when that is who's protected by the government? I think the cops should have went home. You want to know what? I hear all the stories all day. Call more police. Get the shields. I've got the same clips from the morning show. Get the shields. Get the police. Why? I don't want to risk one of those guys. Not one of them getting punched in the face, hit with a bottle. Get in your car and go home because they don't want to be protected. Who are you going to protect? Are you protecting the good people from the bad or are you like... The government, are you protecting the bad people from the ramifications of being bad? I think it's that one. And detectives need help identifying these three women accused of robbing someone on the red line. It happened Friday night near the 79th Street stop. By the way, this is from a week ago. Police say the woman cornered a passenger and beat that person before taking off with the victim's property. They're believed to be about 18 years old. Anyone with the information is... Well, they weren't. They were 21 and 24. They caught him seven days later as they beat the hell out of a 16-year-old. And both of the scallywag scourge that perpetrated the crime, mothers themselves. So this is the problem. You could throw all the money in the world, and those same union organized crime figures, they'll love it. And they'll make more money, and they'll buy new cars that they won't drive to the very areas they've destroyed. As for the new mayor, there's a reason he lives in Lombard. He doesn't want his kids around the savagery. He's smart. Now the question is, are you that smart? Because this is the issue at hand. You keep throwing money at this, and it'll get worse and worse and worse. And do you know what the plan is to stay in power? I've got it right here. It's all exposed. Chuck Schumer, MAGA GOP, is hell-bent on banning abortion. And what's nice for the Democrat scum in control of this savagery, the people that we're fighting for, ironically are those people who are victims of ghetto life. And what the Democrats like is if they keep killing their babies, well, me and you advocate for the real future of this nation. It is the baby. It is the baby. And it's getting bad enough where people of all education levels can look at this, of all races, and say, what the frack is going on? A firearm was recovered. We want to show some video uh, that we shot earlier tonight. Take a look at this. This is a, a smashed passenger side of window on a Chicago police squad car. Glass scattered about, a piece of debris stuck in that window multiple times tonight. Something in the middle of this large crowd made the... Now, the Democrat morons that play on the idiots that are their constituents, they blame the gun. I don't care if there was a gun there or not. There's 400 animals breaking everything, destroying everything. You're blaming the gun? What about the guy and his wife where he gets beat up out of the car? Oh, he, he was just what? He was just collateral damage, and he's... I wish that son of a gun would have had a gun with 900 bullets in it. You had to solve the problem that day. But we don't want to... Shh! Don't talk like that.
All races, all religions, all genders. It isn't about any of that. It's about the character of savages. And that's what you're dealing with. And the only thing they understand, like a dog, is to be put in cages. You're going to love them out of killing you? Love them out of killing you. Not me. I'm not interested in that. I see where this goes. This is going to be an excuse to take more money, happy tax day, more money, and more of your freedoms, because after all, you're responsible for this. This is your fault. I know you were working and you were earning money and you were raising your kids, but damn it, you just don't love enough. Run away from the beach. The teens yelling and running in all different directions, but as soon as it got chaotic, just as fast as that happened, the group would come back together and gather up. There appeared to be smoke bombs or fireworks causing some sort of smoke in the middle of the large group. Several Chicago police officers were on hand throughout the day, responded with an even... To do what? To get sued? To get beat up? What were they on hand for? Until you bring back the National Guard and you really take matters in hand and take every one of these scoundrels that were burning 30,000 just on their phony education and not a one of them can say the word ask or read a sign. Not a one of them. And in the meantime... What other money is being spent? How many of them are recipients of Section 8 housing, food stamps, free health care, free this, free that? I mean, is it bad enough you're going to get beat up with a dimwit, a D student, with a Louis Vuitton bag? Is that going to make you feel better? I don't think so. I've got, we've got the answers. We just don't have the, the wherewithal to do what needs to be done. And in the meantime, there are a few states that refuse to let this happen because they know there's never enough police for crowds of three and four hundred savages well here my honor and good sense require me to continue to fight for freedom and that's what i'll do as i look around this room i see resolute faces prepared to stand up for honor and for good sense you are prepared to defend our right to keep and bear arms i also see a media at the back of the room who insists that we're crazy for doing so they're prepared at times to shame us. I wonder if that woman that was in the car while her husband was, the car was destroyed. He was dragged out of the car and beat. I wonder if she was hoping there was a social worker in, in, in nearby. Social worker! Or if she would have preferred an Uzi. I wonder. Uh, because the Democrats are still going to lecture. From the ghettos they built. Not that they represent. They built them. It's those policies that destroyed something that was called the Magnificent Mile into now the Tragic Mile. Uh, my colleague, uh, Hank Johnson, for yielding time. Mr. Chairman, um, first I want to uh, express my condolences, my deepest condolences to both Ms. Harrison and Ms. Brain. And Mr. Alba, uh, I was proud to see your community, our community, rally around you and, and other bodegueros, and I applauded uh, DA Bragg's decision to drop the charges against you. Uh, during the 80s and 90s, before I was involved in public service, um, as a regular citizen of New York, I fought crime and drugs during the crack wars yes. in yes. northern Manhattan. See, I like when this guy testifies before Congress. His name is uh, Espalat. I like that he brought somebody with him to just cheer exactly when you need. Just put a period on the end of that sunny, at the end of this sentence with that church reveille stuff. During those years, the 34 precinct used to average over 100 homicides. Let me, re let me repeat this. Over 100 homicides yeah. a year. Uh-huh. Myself and my family members were held at gunpoint during those years. 
held up at gunpoint. I don't know if any of you here have been held up at gunpoint. I have. I have. And you know what happened? I won. And I didn't give $5. Now, the other guy, he might be learning how to walk right now, maybe talk again. But that's the way you handle it. A spalot. And I didn't have to bring some woman from the front row or front pew of a church to go, uh-huh. In the meantime, he's talking to congressmen. And his broader point will not be deterred. And the reality is, that's not enough. The 35 shot, the 13 dead, that's not enough. Until we get to those 1980 crack smoking 100. And by the way, you know what this idiot's talking about? 100 a year. You know what we're at in Chicago right now? This is deeply personal to me. Uh Uh-huh. This year, the 34th Precinct has witnessed zero homicides. Mm. And last year, although far too many, that same precinct in northern Manhattan witnessed five homicides. From 100 to five and to this year, zero. Yes. But let me say, you know what it is in the sewer of Chicago? 693 people have been shot this year. It's April 17th. 693. 161 dead. So you're 100 a year in New York? That's nothing, man. Those are 30 day numbers for us, maybe. But it's not enough, right? You got the answer, huh? Stupid. It's something to you, Mr. Chairman. The common denominator in most homicides across the country is a gun. I disagree with you. The common denominator in all homicides, all across the country, is a scum. You do not need gun control. You need scum control. And maybe we should stop pretending that the scum isn't scum. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. This is Charlie Kirk, and you're listening to AM560, The Answer. Sorry there, kid. Uh, Michael, Southside. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, my best to you and your family. First of all, Michael, I'm glad you made it through. i got to start checking on you on a regular basis. It's a fracking war zone out there, kid. I know, right? I don't even want to call it Chirac. It's an insult to Iraq. I think condo values in the next six years are going to be higher in Iraq than they will Chicago. Well, especially downtown. I mean, who would buy downtown? I'm selling that short, I'll tell you that. Can you imagine being one of those poor pigeons and you're looking at, oh, look at the view. The view of what? Carjackings, rape, and mayhem. It's like Netflix without the subscription. Go ahead. I know. The uh, I made the mistake of listening to WBEZ oh. uh, earlier today. For what? Oh, Were my, you feeling yeah. too smart? You want to take it down a couple notches? Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, the, the reset program in particular. I mean, I, I swear, I, I use it just for white noise, but I lose a few brain cells every time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, one of the, one of the, uh, there was a guest who you know claimed that uh, you know the these the, these young people you know didn't have resources for you know recreation <laughs> or entertainment and yeah. therefore they were compelled to go downtown and uh, right. You mean like the depression? And, you mean like the depression that spawned what the the strongest economy in in American history with the lowest crime? You mean before guns were even registered? Those kids of the depression are who your grandparents are. Did they go out and act like absolute freaking morons and criminals and scum? Of course not. 
But they can't think like that. They, these morons think they have it hard. Born in the lap of luxury. Still not enough. See, this is the problem with the, the thirst for, for money and power of a Marxist. It can never be quenched. Just ask them how much is enough. What do you want, that $5 million deal? All right, go ahead. I'll buy stock in Cadillac, you get $5 million, and I'll see you in seven years when you're broke again. I'm so sick of pretending this is a money problem because it's a swindle problem. And in the meantime, what their real goal is are these morons you see in the streets because this is their key to success. The more failure there is, the more money goes into it because Americans are cowards and they're stupid and they don't have the courage to take these little idiots and throw them in a cell until they grow up. And you give me that Shawshank Redemption speech. I wish I could go back and talk to him. All right, I'll see you when you're 80 and you're smart. Thank you very much for the call. I'm so sick of babying these animals. Animals. Did you pull some guy out of the car with his wife? 400 and you beat him? I wish he would have had an Uzi. Now what are you going to do? That's why when I go to Chicago, I dress like that Johnny Depp. Jell and Moni. Hi, Sean. How are you? Aggravated, Jill. Aggravated whenever I see this. You know how many guys I know saved their whole life? They want to go live downtown. Can you imagine if you're stuck with a place you bought three years ago, four years ago? And that's what you are. You're stuck with it. Yeah, well, I live out in the boondocks in Moni, but uh, I'm still not safe from it all. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, the stenographer that has all that information on Biden that was with Biden on the plane and everything. Yeah, he's a bad guy now. Do you mean that literally? No. He will be maligned. He will be attacked because he gives information beyond the shadow of a doubt that the FBI has had for over three years that we've known about Joe Biden when he could form a sentence and didn't need the pens. He's a crook, an asset of enemies, foreign and domestic. And the Democrats would rather have that moron in place because the money is flowing, kid. That's what it's about. I get that. I get that. But did this guy write a book or something? Can you believe? Will they, will they listen to anything he has to say? No. You have the evidence. There have been two books written from the information on a laptop of the crack-smoking sister-in-law banging son of the president. And you don't want to talk about it? That's how you normalize corruption and you normalize failure. Then hide behind some other, ooh, what are you, a racist? No, he's an Irish white guy who's short in the pants. He's a bigger scumbag than any of those kids on, on Michigan Avenue. Thank you very much, Jill. But look away. Look away. Otherwise, we'd have to figure out. You don't have anything other than a spending problem. And you know how much we're bringing in in revenue? On average, in the 50-year average in America, you bring 17% of GDP. Today, we're bringing 20. That's the only two other times in modern history in America have you ever brought 20% of GDP. That's because the tax cuts actually created economy to... See, because there's only a third of people that work. Like men and women of character. You got a character problem in this nation. And instead of fixing it, you're incentivizing the low character. Let's call them Democrats for now. Maddie, Southside. Hi, Sean. I was just wondering how many social workers and counselors do you think will be on the security detail for the new mayor? Well, we're going to need, well, first of all, whatever the union can really profit from. So what do we got? How many cops? We got 18 cops. So we're going to need 28 cops because it's more dangerous. And we're going to need 28 social workers because that social worker union, it's not the same as the teacher union. And it's a little different from the policeman union. So they got to get another union so we can carve out a few billion for those guys that drive around in Buick Roadmasters and eat cream puffs all day. Thank you very much. 312-642-5600.
He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. I had an opportunity to get this interview and I took it because I don't know when this guy sleeps. He's known as the conservative warrior. He's got two TV shows, one on the weekends, America's Top Ten Countdown on Real America's Voice TV Network. He's also got a daily TV show on uh, Lindell TV 2 at 7 p.m. And he's the host of the nationally syndicated Wayne Allen Root, Raw and Unfiltered. Plus, he wrote a book. Wayne, do you sleep? What do you do? How do you keep it up? Hey, Sean, you know what's funny? I was just thinking about that. I was sitting here with my two dogs in between my sixth interview of the day about my book, and my radio show's about to start, my TV show's about to start, and I was just thinking, you know, I went to bed at 2 in the morning last night, and I got up at 7, so I got about five hours last night, yeah. and I thought, i got to find a way to get more sleep, man. I'm exhausted. Well, <laughs> Even, well, and I'm a human energizer buddy, but I'm pretty exhausted, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, so you got to come and live <laughs> down here with me in Florida, and that's kind of what I want to talk to you, because you picked up on something in your newest article, which I love, because I've been pre- it for a while. You cannot get along with the unscrupulous. You cannot get along with the mafia member. I know. You're not going to reason with somebody whose base premise of their ideology is that they should be able to kill their own kid. We're done discussing policy and the nuances of Keynesianism at this point. We have irreconcilable difference. It's time to break the political bands that bind us to these mafia members. And I'm tired of pretending that they have a legitimate argument. Not only are you arguing a philosophy for has 200 years of failure and responsible for 160 million deaths, but you're pretending it's going to work this time, you morons. So what do you think? National divorce time? I think you're a man after my own heart. <laughs> and I say that only as a macho man. I don't mean it any other way. So um, I, don't, I don't mean it in a Bud Light kind of way. But, no. But, no uh, that's, you know, when you say term. killing babies, right, when, you, when you're talking about killing babies as an abortion, but think about all the other ways that liberals kill children. Think about, uh, you know, the vaccines, how in every blue state they want a mandatory vaccine, COVID vaccine, for your kid to go to school. And we know, I mean, we know that, like, Switzerland just banned vaccines completely no COVID vaccines. Sweden says no COVID vaccines. Denmark says no COVID vaccines. England says you still give vaccines, but no one under the age of 21 needs them. Why in America are they giving vaccines to every kid who goes to school when the vaccine kills children and COVID does not? This is insanity, right? Because there's a trillion dollar money laundering scheme. Right. It's a trillion bucks. That's it. That's it. It's all about money. And you saw in Chicago the wilding. And you saw in Los Angeles they had another wilding incident where all these kids, all all of them black, but it has nothing to do with color. They just all have no fathers in their home. They just all have no police. They give a damn. They weren't. They weren't all black. I'm I'm from Chicago. I just left there. They weren't. They were of all races. But what they were... In L.A. they were all black. I didn't see the Chicago video. I assumed they were black. In L.A. they were all black. They're all products of Democrat policy. Every single one of these kids. Every single one of these kids is the, is the ramification of what happens to a city that's been controlled by one party for a hundred fracking years. And you pretend that the failure is normal because what people are, are starting to wake up to and those of us who have lived it understand success has never been the goal of the Democrat party. They recognize politics is the only industry that gets more money and more power the more it fails. This is about failing and looking virtuous while you do it. That's all it is. 
so that's why I came up with this new book. I figured we got to have a solution. Uh, it's called The Great Patriot Bicut Book. I could have named it The Great National Divorce because that's what we need. We need some sort of a national divorce. And I've been divorced. I understand you can either have a War of the Roses, which is like, you know, a civil war. Remember that movie, War of the Roses, yeah, of where they want to kill each other? And I think in the end they do kill each other, if I remember correctly. Or you could have a, a really civil divorce and still, you know, move away from each other. Or the third choice is a trial separation with mommy and daddy living in different bedrooms in the same house to uh, for the good of the kids. And that's kind of what my new book is. You know, right now we're not ready, I guess, for a national divorce yet. It's complicated. I don't know how to do it. It'll probably lead to like a civil war. So I'm saying in the meantime, let's have a trial separation. The Great Patriot Bicut book is like it's about building a parallel conservative economy. Poland did that against the Soviet Union. They said, we're, not, we're ready to break away, but we destroy our economy and everyone would go broke. We'd all go bankrupt. So let's spend like 10 years building a parallel Polish economy without the Soviets. And when the day comes or we break away, we won't all go broke. And they did it and it worked. So maybe we will, maybe we won't have a real divorce five or 10 years from now, Sean. But right now, we can build a parallel conservative economy and get as much away from these crazy lunatics and nut jobs and, and suicide bombers that call themselves Democrats. Let's just get as far away from them as we can. Let's well, only spend our money on conservative companies, patriotic companies, Christian companies. And I, I've identified the 123 best companies in the country to spend your money with in the Great Patriot Bicot book. It's the great conservative companies to buy from and also invest in in your retirement account so you don't give money to liberal woke companies anymore like what's the big one in the news? Budweiser. Yeah. So you know, Wayne, what I do, uh, radio was an accident. I never thought I would do radio. It wasn't something I intended to do. I, I, I made my money first at the Mercant Chicago Mercantile Exchange, and then after that ended, I, I was smart enough to recognize that it was going sideways and that it had been corrupted. And that is when they got rid of the floors, they got rid of open outcry. That's when they were able to bastardize our economy and live in this Keynesian soiree we have now. But I also recognize you have to have the one, take advantage of the one thing we have in this nation, and that is the ability to be mobile. I think the greatest way to do this is to take people of good character trapped in Democrat hellholes and move them to wonderful states. Now, I picked Florida because I look phenomenal in a Speedo, and that's the only reason. However, you don't have to pick Florida, but you do have to go to high ground. And through that, you have that separation you spoke of, and then the divorce comes ironically, in what you reap when you live in these good states. Low property taxes, the lack of organized mafia unions controlling labor in the, in the municipalities and in the schools. And only through that can we protect it, and then we come up with our own currency. I'm dead serious. You know I agree with you. Listen, I, in 2006, I've always been a man ahead of my time. In 2006, I wrote a book called Millionaire Republican, and it was based on the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. My opening chapter was Rich Republican Dad, Poor Democrat Dad. And I said, if you want to be the rich Republican dad, you have to think like a Republican. And you can't stay trapped in states with no opportunity. So you've got to get away from New York, get away from New Jersey, get away from Illinois, get away from California. And I was right. I said, you've got to move to red states with zero income tax. And even then I said, 
Florida, Texas, Nevada, Tennessee. And those are the big states everybody's moving to now, Sean. Everybody wants to live in those states. Nevada's well, turned purple where I live. But you know what? We have a Republican governor. We have zero income tax, zero state income tax, zero business tax. And we have property taxes that are like half of your property taxes in Florida. And, and, and that's why we got the uh, Oakland Raiders. What they're about to announce, we're getting the Oakland A's. In the last month, I've seen like eight new 50 to $100 million restaurants being built in Las Vegas on the Strip. Who would invest $100 million in a restaurant that's like yeah. 25,000 square feet on three levels unless it's a zero-income tax state with no crazy Democrats running the show? So it works. It's really working. Yeah, but you need help because you know what happens when you're busted. Hookers don't have retirement plans. Degenerate gamblers don't have 401ks. What happens is they become Democrats. So you need good people to move there now and throw out that Mormon mafia that once destroyed a great state well, led by Harry Reid. May he burn in hell. Hey, listen, just me personally, I have like six friends who left L.A. in the last year, and they're rich guys. Every one of them is an investment banker, a big-shot lawyer, a tax lawyer, uh, a big-shot uh, businessman. They all left, and they brought millions of dollars with them, and they moved to a fancy mansion on a golf course in Las Vegas. Yeah. It's changing. All the rich people need to get out of, and all the middle-class people, and the upper-middle-class small business owners need to get out of the blue states and move to zero-tax red Republican states. And, you know, North Carolina. South Carolina, Idaho, Montana, they're all gaining. Utah's gaining so many people. They're all getting out of Dodge. They don't want to be in L.A., San Francisco, Chicago, New York anymore because they're hellholes, man. What What do you say we named the next book? third world hellholes. What do you say we named the next book? Irreconcilable Differences, How to Civilly Separate. Oh, I like it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Exactly. Because I don't know that a divorce is ever an option, but we certainly can do a trial separation. I'm trying to do it now. And if you just spend your money with the right companies, meaning conservative right, and you defund the left, forget about defunding the police, we need to defund the companies. We never need to defund the police. If you just do that, I think we make our case, we build a separate economy, and we bring the liberals to their knees, because without our money, look what's happening to Budweiser now. In just a couple of weeks, they lost seven billion dollars in market cap ah, good we can do sick that, of those horses Sean, i hope they have to it. sell them i hope they have to sell the horses in the meantime wayne allen root you got 52 jobs to go to i know you got to go to your next one where can my people go to keep an eye on you Yes, they go to Root for America, because that's what I do all day. I root for this country. I root for America. It's rootforamerica.com. The book is the Great Patriot Bicot book, and you can find both my TV shows and my radio show and my podcast and my newspaper column and my books all at rootforamerica.com. Thank you, Sean, for having me on. You're going to have to open up a toupee company, because you're going to lose your hair with all those jobs. In the meantime, (laughs) take care of yourself, and thanks for making time for me. Anytime. Call me anytime you want. I'd love to be on with you. You sound like a very cool guy. Thank oh, you, Sean. Fun. Thank Bye-bye. You. We'll be back with your calls and comments. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560. The answer. You think these Fourth Reich Marxist Mafia members are going to slow down? You're crazy. Right now, on NBC News, a study's been done. Ooh, don't worry. You paid 50, th- 50 million for it, so pay attention. Oh! Animal-based food makes twice the amount of greenhouse gas emissions as plant-based. Hey, wh- wh- what was the outcome of the, the CO2 output of that mayhem we saw in the formerly great city, now a sewer of ghetto called Chicago? Eileen in her car. Hi, 
Yeah, uh, my daughter was assaulted in Lincoln Park about a year ago in the late afternoon um, by a homeless guy that, in her words, was out of his mind on drugs. And um, she luckily had her little stun gun in her hand. He pushed her into a vestibule. She pulled it out, just turned it on, and that was enough to kind of freak him out. Um, And uh, then a fortune came by and he took off. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Did you, did you, what did your, I don't know if you're married or not. Did your husband lose his mind when his daughter said yeah. she's going to go to to oh. Lincoln Park? Oh. <laughs> because I, I'm going to tell you, I mean, I see this with my friends. I personally bribe my kids never to go to that ghetto. But I have seen it with my friends and, and the stress and the aggravation and the angst. Because the parents know the last place a girl, in particular a woman, should go is that ghetto. The last place on earth. Well, so, you know, I can't argue with you. She actually bought the stun gun when she had to do um, some work through college uh, out in Philadelphia. We were concerned about her in Philadelphia. Um, and here, you know, she was fine there, but she came back to, to Chicago. Uh, the other, the, what added to the insult, the injury, was uh, she called 911 and was put on hold for about 15 minutes. <laughs> and then um, and then they told her, you know, when you get a chance, make your way to a police station and write a report. Please no tell me she moved out, Eileen. Did she move out? You know what? She's, no, you know what? She's actually moving to the Gold Coast, which I'm not happy about either. Yeah, tell her they call it the Bronze Coast now. What are you, nuts? Does she not have a television in her house? In the meantime, you got you to just kidnap her. This is what I like to do. Kidnap her and bribe her. Tell her you buy her a place, well, you know pick a state. Oddly yeah. enough, the next day she ran, in, uh, she ran into a, a off-duty police officer and an undercover detective. And she told him what had happened, and she was afraid she would be in trouble if she would have hurt the assailant. Oh, you raised her too nice. You got to tell her if you would have shot that son of a dog, he wouldn't have raped somebody else after he left you. You got to put a little guilt. Well, actually, that was their their absolute advice. They're like, stop with the sun gun, get a gun, shoot first, and answer questions later. I tell my kids, you take care of the problem for somebody else, and you call daddy. I'll get you out of trouble. Thank you very much, Eileen. We've got another Eileen in Wilmette. Hi, Sean. How's it going? Wonderful. I just wanted to make a comment that I'm like, if they're going to have another melee, I hope they have it when the Democrats have their convention, because uh, yeah. then they'll really see how things get thrown <laughs> you down. Better go, you better go to City <laughs> Hall and tell them, build the wall on Wilmette. Put the wall up, because if they catch wind there's a Wilmette, you're going to have problems, kid. In the meantime, look out for those ex-strippers and G-Wagons. Thank you very much. Eileen and Wilmette, where the driving is dangerous. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. It feels His so expertise include virology, immunology, molecular biology, pathology, and pharmacology. Although these days, some transgender Democrat pretends to know more about the jab than he does 
He's only the creator of the technology that delivers the jab. You know him as Dr. Robert Malone. His new book, Lies My Government Told Me, and The Better Future Coming. His nickname will never be Poker Face. I just call him Doc. Doc, what's happening? <laughs> Not much, Sean. How about yourself? Well, I have to tell you, I think of you daily, as so many Americans do, as we watch other nations admit what you warned us about two and a half, maybe three years ago now, as we see the Swiss, Switzerland stop using the vaccine, we see it pulled off the shelves as countries refuse to give it to children. There are a couple of states that are doing the same here in this country. Other countries are already giving settlements to people who are suffering from side effects. And in the meantime, you're still being attacked by your own government. Do I have that about right? Yeah, actually, there was a fascinating article in the Epic Times about this uh, just a couple days ago that I'm writing up for our Substack. And what it reveals is that the CDC used its nonprofit foundation that's funded by the likes of Merck and Pfizer and BlackRock to uh, fund a company that basically engaged in um, gang stalking and cyberbullying of physicians, including myself, who were uh, accused of spreading misinformation, that being anything different from the approved narrative from the WHO or the CDC. So this is another case of our government uh, directly, basically law-breaking to attack and ridicule um, and harass licensed physicians who are just trying to speak scientific and medical truth. What's astonishing to me is the reaction after you were among the first. You did not like what you saw. You came out and said that, and I'm thinking about all of the things that could have been saved, all of the people, as now healthy people are dying of myocarditis. We don't even know, and, and our government is squashing that information. I mean, it is the equivalent of John DeLorean coming out after the, the, the Irish plant started kicking out DeLoreans and say, don't buy this car, it sucks. That's what you did. And you could have... <laughs> I, mean, I, I never would have come up with that metaphor <laughs> in a million years. Well, that's why I, I, you know, I went from a, <laughs> loving the GTO to DeLorean selling me that lemon. What the hell were you doing? You knew it sucked. At least you had the character to come out and say it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bizarre uh, upside-down world. I, everybody talks about up side down clown world and that seems to be where we're at right now in every different dimension it just everywhere you turn well what i like about your history is how you built yourself up i mean i'm a fan i have been a fan for years i know how hard you worked in the 70s and the 80s i know what you did and i know how difficult it is to make money in your field yet you did it and i have to just focus on that for an ask for for just a second you would have probably been better off working for the city of Chicago filling potholes in an imaginary ghost job on streets and sand. Because I have to believe this has hurt you financially. This attack has had to cost you a tremendous amount of money. Well, it's, it, you know, I probably would have been better off to have stayed in construction and farming uh, <laughs> at this stage <laughs> instead of spending all that crazy amount of money and labor getting an MD and getting all that training. The work um, you did, the science, the, the, the patents... And it's just, I, what does it look like? Do you have to defend yourself? What exactly does it look like in your world? Um, let's see. So, number one, I refuse to be a victim. Uh, and and uh, that's a personal choice. I, what, what, what it's like for me is to recognize how 
incredibly screwed up our government is and the media is. And, uh, and uh, you know, the good news is the thing that I embrace and I really enjoy, and my wife does too, is the fact that here we are in our early to mid-60s, and we have a chance to actually make a difference and to uh, discover and point out uh, the BS that's going on all over the place, just like you do on a daily basis. Oh, I love it, Doctor. And and to help people to see what's going on and hopefully help open their eyes so they'll do something about it. I mean, that's one of the things that's happening in France and all over the place, is uh, particularly in Europe, is that people are getting proper pissed off now that they're learning how much they've been lied to and misled. For some reason, Americans are still asleep. I just don't get it. I, it has to be the, the censorship, has to be the only explanation for it. The censorship and the fact that, have you ever been to an airport recently? It looks, the whole damn thing looks like deliverance. I can't believe how stupid people are. But the reality is, in Europe, they have, they're, they're awake. And there are girls, and, and, and in particular I say girls, but women who have suffered immensely. And I, I focus a lot on a guy by the name of John Campbell, who is kind of like you, only he's in London. And he just yeah, wants to deliver... I, I love his show, and I, I watch yeah. as he has to dance around censorship words. But he had on this beautiful woman who was in her 30s. She was a young mother, and the side effects were so obvious and such a result. She, she, she started to experience, in the, experience them three weeks after the original jab, yet her, her employer made her get the other one. She got the other one, and now she can't walk. And it's, it's just heartbreaking, and it has to be excruciating for you. Because you're of such character, you realize that the millions and millions, tens of millions, if not more, that were affected and never had to be if you were just listened to. And how do we rectify that here in this country? Now that we can sue ex-politicians, don't you think that's maybe something to explore? Yeah. The, the, it, so here's, here's what's really going on behind the scenes of all of this, including the... Uh, uh, willingness of this administration to do anything it can to circumvent the First Amendment is uh, the Gubbies are playing this extended game of catch me if you can. And they set policies that they know are illegal. They do things that they know that they're not supposed to be doing. They try to hide them by the, the technical term is Chatham House rules based meetings. So basically they go into these meetings, they don't bring their cell phones in, they don't keep any minutes. And everybody is supposed to be hush hush about whatever goes on because they know that if it gets if it gets out, they're going to be in deep do because they're doing all kinds of illegal stuff. They're conspiring and colluding to basically harm the American people in so many different ways to advance various agendas that they have. And they know that they're doing wrong and they're trying to hide it. And it's, it's going to be tough holding these people accountable. I don't know if we're ever going to see Tony Fauci held accountable. I mean, the guy lied over 600, over 600 times. He said, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say lied over yeah. 600 times in, in sworn testimony. He claimed a failure of memory in the attorney general's lawsuit against Google and the, and the U S government. I mean, th that's, what's going to go on is these guys are skilled, effective liars and um, how we're going to hold them accountable? I don't know. It's it's really to tough me. It's got to be. It's got to be court of law because they get away with it. You know, you're, you, when you're from Chicago, 
the 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 gangster is not ah, the bookmaker. Right. You know, it's not the bookmaker. It's not the loan shark. The gangster is the is the high ranking politician because they, on top of getting away with it for all those years, they get the pension. But above all, they get away with it, and they're eighty years old, and they pretend that okay, we got a problem, and I'm going to go to you know trial and all the rest of it. Fauci did even better than the Chicago Democrats because he's still not even allowing the conversation of. We have these emails. It looks as if you and your organization were the beginning of this virus in the first place. And it's you've somehow politicized the truth. So until well, we can here's, get here's back the, to that. As if that wasn't enough, he's been hired back by the government and assigned six staff members that provide him security and drive him around. So he's already earning more in his pension on an annual basis than the president of the United States makes for his salary. And then they've hired him back and they've given him essentially six um, lackeys to do whatever he wants to do, drive him around D.C. and and protect him and whatever. People's knee-jerk reaction to this problem, for some reason, is to turn to their abuser for help. We've allowed this, <laughs> this, this, this mafia to be built under our nose, where you have this, this collectivism of big pharma. You've only got a few companies, but they've never been stronger. The profits have never been higher, and they know how to sprinkle the infield. And what I mean by that is they pay enough people off to keep it going. So you've got this. Absolutely. You've got All this, the way down to school boards. Yes. So how do you rip it out? Because it, there's a few people like you, Doc. There's just a few. I think it's about 10% who say, I don't give a rip about the frecking money. I believe in the truth, and I want to stand on principle. But when you have this many scallywags, where, where Fauci can show his face and still pretend that he did anything other than lie exclusively for his career, but specifically for the last five years, you well, have you've to got start to wonder. sponsored media presenting him like a cha- like a champion, like a conquering hero. I refer now to uh, national public radio and the pr- public broadcasting system um, with that, you know, puff adulation piece they put out. I mean, I, I'm with you. How do we how do we break the back of what's going on? And I don't know what the answer is. Um, I think we I think about you're it in the book a little bit in the end. Trump had some good ideas. You know, a lot of what Trump came up with, with whatever his, you know, personality issues are mm-hmm. and his style issues, um, stuff like Schedule F, where he was going to reassign all federal employees to a new uh, employment category that would allow people to be fired, because right now they can't be fired functionally. It takes six months to can a federal employee, if you're lucky, of hard work. <laughs> and that's that's what's going on here is these people are basically, you know, little royalty. They can do yeah. whatever they want to do. Ironically, I think the help will come from Europe. They've been at the forefront of chipping away. When you see an entire country say, that's it, we're done. And granted, it's squashed on a lot of media here. But ultimately, they're going to come for the industrial complex that is Pfizer, that is Moderna. They're going to see that there's a weak spot and they've admitted the entire country, including the judicial system, is on the side of the people. They have the best opportunity to bankrupt these bastards. And that's what it's all well, about. The other one, Let's take away the, the thing that, that they, they're willing to kill Americans for, money. The other one that's looking like it might really break things open is Australia. I was talking to a buddy of mine named Matt Schlapp, who happened the other day. He, he was recording in my studio 
Um, he's the guy that runs CPAC. And he said that he, when he went to CPAC Australia, he was blown away at how pissed off people were. And he said that the, that there's been a movement and they basically overthrown the Australian government. And now they're forcing all this documentation to come out about what happened. And it may be that we get the um, uh, legal discovery documents out of the likes of Pfizer in particular out of Australia first, but then once they're disclosed, they can be used anywhere in the world. So I have high hopes that the Aussies may finally earn their wings here. They've been, frankly, a little bit... Uh, well, it's nice to um, see because they locked their people down the hardest. They so, did. And, and you know, we all have this image of, of Crocodile Dundee and, uh, you know, Shrimp on the Barbie and the Big Knife and... Yeah all that kind of stuff, and and they just went with a whimper. They all went into their homes and, and uh, did what they were told, or they got beaten. Is there a murmur of a class action suit of people who are feeling side effects? I mean, I know that they changed the word in, in Webster's, but it's still side effects. Has there ever been... Well, I was at this uh, meeting of legal minds that Steve Kirsch sponsored in Atlanta a couple of weekends ago, uh, yeah. which, by the way, really was a hit. Um, there's never been a meeting like that of uh, lawyers involved in, in COVID litigation. Nobody was talking about class action. They were really at the fringes trying to figure out how to break through the layers of indemnification that the federal government has provided. One of the key problems is that the courts now are basically, they don't want these cases to move forward. And they're doing all kinds of trickery to try to cover all this up. And one of the things they're doing is they're saying, well, they've stopped the mandates now. They've stopped these policies, so it's moot, so you have no claim. They aren't, it's it's really tough to find federal courts that are willing to uh, look at the actual information of what has been done to the public and allow cases to proceed because if cases proceed to discovery this whole thing will crack open that's the problem is getting things through to discovery and even then this is what we saw with the attorney general's lawsuit um these gubbies are willing to basically claim uh ignorance and and memory failures and you know dodge and weave and bob to try to avoid any um, accountability for what they've done. But it's going to require courts that are willing to take this on, including the Supreme Court. And right now, we haven't seen evidence of that kind of a backbone in most of the jurisdictions. I need you to stay alive for a thousand years because you're the key to the castle. And uh, forget about Fauci needing bodyguards. You do. In the meantime, how can my people make it so you can afford them? You've got the book out, Lies My Government Told Me. Where else can we keep an eye on you? Because, you know, everybody loves you. you so the, the biggest way to support us, and thank you for that kindness, is through our Substack, rwmalonemd.substack.com. And we don't require people to pay subscriptions, but still many people basically voluntarily pay for a subscription. Our goal is to get the information out. We're not grifting in any way. But if people want to support us, that's one. And the other one is donations to the Malone Institute, which is where we are doing some of our deeper work on things like the young leaders that have been trained by the World Economic Forum and, you know, people like Gavin Newsom and Governor Inslee that are basically uh, beholden to the world, this world government organization, and they're not Man. really representing the United States. Do you prefer for the Leviathan the name Fourth Reich or Hydra? Which one are you more comfortable with? 
<laughs> I like Leviathan actually because right. it's got this strong, long historical link. Um, uh, the yeah, the Fourth Reich uh, and and that book. I did put a chapter in that book, uh, and and there there is merit to that. Yeah. Uh, so um, yeah, I think we we need a good name for what our opponent is because it's it's multi-faced. It's not Klaus Schwab. He's just a puppet. It's a government um, mafia. I mean, that's the way I yeah. sum it up because it's familiar. You're ba- they run just like a mafia. They're extortion. It's tax day. They they, they made a, a a windfall today, and no one's going to question well, that's, why. That's why I use I use I use Steve Bannon's term, the administrative state. Like which, it. by the way, uh, the Anti Defamation League is now calling me a conspiracy theorist because I talk about the yeah. administrative state, the uniparty, and fifth generation warfare. The good news is the people that support you can read. We know who you are. And more importantly, you can't help it. You, you don't hide the fact that you are of good character and an honest person, which is why you should never play cards. All right? Because I want to help you make money. True. Drive your I'm car. horrible at card games. I, I could tell. I could tell. That's why you're always invited to my house. In the meantime, you're always invited on my show. And it's crucially important that people support you. The new book, Lies My Government Told Me, and The Better Future Coming. You know how much I appreciate it, Doc. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on, and good luck there in Chicago, man. Absolutely. We need it. That and bulletproof shirts. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Mike Gallagher here. I'll have all the latest news and what it means to you tomorrow morning starting at 9, right here on AM560. The answer. All of these governments, these municipalities, especially the ones led by Democrats, they have an entire bureaucracy set up to lobby lawsuits. Some 350-pound workout partner of Pritzker steps on a curb, breaks his ankle, sue, and they settle, and they settle, and they settle. It's time we start suing for really important things. The greatest perpetrator of misinformation during the pandemic has been the United States government. Misinformation... That COVID was spread through surface transmission. That vaccinated immunity was far greater than natural immunity. That masks were effective. Now we have the definitive Cochrane review. What do you do with that review? Cochrane is the most authoritative evidence body in all of medicine and has been for decades. Do you just ignore it, not talk about it? That myocarditis was more common after the infection than the vaccine. Not true. It's four to 28 times more common after the the vaccine. That young. So you're suing the city of Chicago if some tubby trips over a curb and they get a check. Nobody gets a check. Time is the enemy of all of us. Look at what they did to this man who lived his life beyond honorable, who believed in creating medicines to help humanity. When he, the founder, the creator of the, of the original delivery system said, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't like what I'm seeing here. The government who has been bribed by Big Pharma. Is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. They decide experts to run on vaccines quit the FDA in protest over this particular issue, pushing boosters in young, healthy people. The data was never there. That's why the CDC never disclosed hospitalization rates among boosted Americans under age 50. We've seen something which is unforgivable, and that is the weaponization of medical research itself. 
There's got to be some lawyer out there late on alimony payments with an ex-stripper girlfriend. There's got to be some slip and fall lawyer that wants to make billions of dollars because this is the easiest layup class action suit this country's ever had. And you're all, you're all part of it. 312-642-5600. I'll take all your calls when I get back. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Speaking of fat, M.K. Fritzker was put on a uh, White House rehab committee for rich people. What has she ever done except destroy a pair of yoga pants? Uh, in the meantime, got to deal with the failures and the foibles. We got a new, we, this must be a new caller. Eric Rolling Meadows. Hey, Sean. Love your show. Definitely not a new caller, buddy, but I love everything. I love your day, your show uh, every day, brother. Thank you, um, brother. I appreciate it. You know, it's, a, it's amazing that, you know, everybody wants to talk about Stormy and everything else, the last president, but nobody's holding him accountable. He was in charge when this whole shutdown happened. Brother? Where's, where's his liability? It, it was the first you, you thing I talked early about. on something wasn't right. If anybody, if anybody could have fired Fauci during the press conference, what did you say? You're fired. Get off. Get off. Why didn't he do that? I still am in behooved. And you orchestrated a held a harmless clause. Now, I understand that there's a clause anyway where you can't sue the government and all the rest of it. But he could have made them liable. And then you did that. You did that marketing trick, which I really didn't like. You named it Warp Speed. The last thing you want Big Pharma to do is anything in warp speed. Nothing. I want you to do nothing in warp speed except re- refund the money of the people you've been robbing for the last 80 years. That you could do in warp speed. So there's a lot of problems and the imitating the velocity of money with the PPPPPPP. I don't like any of that. So these are big problems, and I hope to God they come up. But here's the other thing, Eric, and I'm curious to know what you feel. I don't care who's running for president. I got a problem with the electoral system. I think it's corrupted. I'm not intimidated by Dominion's lawsuit. I remember Kill Chain in 2016, a documentary by Harry Hurst, Hersey. You know what I'm talking about? I don't, but it's all a sham. I don't believe any of it. The whole electoral, I don't. It's it's one big smoke and mirrors. I don't believe any of them. You turn to people who've been lying to us for 200 years and they tell us the results. Okay, this guy won. It's like the the election in in Iraq. Saddam Hussein, 90%. All right, go have a good time. Get your mustache trimmed. Thank you, Eric. You give me a, a good segue into something that I think is very, very important. This is the guy who was the principal in the... Documentary Kill Chain. Here's from Kill Chain. Voting is our capability to have a peaceful transfer of power. If you don't have that, the alternatives are revolutions. We call them voting machines, but they're nothing more than obsolete computers. 2002 is when they put them in service. A commonly used argument. They are never connected to the Internet. No voting machines are connected to the Internet. Not connected to the Internet. Not connected to the Internet, and therefore cannot be attacked. Oh, it wants to go to Internet. That's very... That's the voice of Harry Hursty. He is a Finnish computer programmer, the former chairman of the board and co-founder of Roman, where he supervised the development of the world's smallest two-gigabyte traffic analyst. That's computer stuff. He's very smart, and he's built like he's smart. He's a big, fat guy from Finland. And 
He was so good at what he did, the government of Finland hired him to provide security for everything in their government. That's who this is. Well, he had a bone to pick with the electoral machines, and he was doing a documentary after 2016. But I learned recently he had been working on this problem since 2004. So when you think about when you guys are doing hacking democracy in the mid-2000s to where you guys are at now, what's the most frightening thing in terms of just the ability for people to hack into our election system? Uh, I think the the problem, the most most frightening thing is, first of all, from 2006 to now is nothing changed. Uh, the actual same version of software I hacked 2005 is still in use. It's Those machines are still in 20 states, mm. um, so they're still around. Uh even the so-called new sold today is in the end of life version of, of Windows, etc. Like just something which in no other industry would be acceptable, even remotely acceptable. Uh, so I think the most, as overall, it is how outdated everything is, and and how hard it is to make people to understand the the reality and and get the warning through that this needs to be fixed or things will get really really worse uh turn the worst they're bad right now but and i cannot even cannot imagine what the worst would be looking like this was three months before the mafia wants you to believe this dimwit in diapers some call president one and then there's the big lawsuit you're hearing about it from coast to coast dominion lawsuits Alan Dershowitz has a very good point. What do you think about the Dominion lawsuit that's now going on against Fox News? Different case, of course, and it's, um, you know, yeah. against me. But what is, well, is that I, a stronger case? A, 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 a small involvement in a case in, in the West where we're arguing that Dominion should not be able to uh, sue for defamation unless they're willing to disclose their algorithms and how their system works. It's called disclosure. Now, apparently, this is at question. Why would it be at question? And that is because the system that benefits from the mafia government is profiteering from not allowing the case to be disclosed, not allowing the information to be disclosed. Their problem is this has been an issue that very good people from different countries have been working on since 2004. It never took into account things like nation state, uh, things like disruptors who don't actually, they might have a preferred candidate, but the primary uh, in, in the, the primary reason is just to sow discord, distrust, undermine the system, undermine the democracy. And, and all the other kinds of actors, threat actors and their motivations, which are not selfish, because the, the, the U.S. threat model was only about self-interest and self-promotion, and actually only about the top of the ballot, not about the billions of dollars of bond issues and whatnot, which are laying down in the ballot. So, so that is the- That's why the systems will never be examined. They pretend you vote on these bond issues. They pretend you vote on the expansion of the Leviathan. How do you know what the outcome is? You can never audit the system. I found multiple instances of unencrypted files, votes being sent over unencrypted FTP to a third-party server, and that has been consistent. That was one of the uh, findings I believe Harry sent to Congress in his report. It does appear from my research on these limited number of machines, I'm parsing my words carefully, that the same USB drive has been inserted and removed multiple times. There have also been numerous other drives, mice, keyboards, printers, 
anyone. And if you ask questions, you get hit with a defamation suit that could bank bankrupt an entire media company? Why? One thing which is wrong. The second thing is we think that there is an election office, and the election office has an IT department, and the IT department has security people. That's absolutely wrong. Normal election department doesn't have even a one full-time IT person. Zero security people. Not, a, not, a, not even, everything is outsourced. And when we look how much new technology has been pouring in the election environment during the last 20 years, what it should be, there should be an IT department which happens to do elections, not the other way around. It is just a, 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 a situation where because of outsourcing, because of lack of resources, it's completely upside down. Lack of resources. Say Hari's from Finland. He doesn't understand the American mafia. They've got money for everything. All their pet projects, all their phony baloney construction companies that kick back 30% in campaign contributions. But for this, they don't have money. Why? Because it would expose the truth. It's the last thing the American government wants the American citizens to know. The truth. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Hardest working man in show business. That's why Rocky, uh, is this Rocky 3 or 4? Four? 4. I think it's, it's 2? No, I uh, do some research there, McBat. Gary in Chicago. Hi, how are you? Very Big good. fan of the show. Thank you for making the call. Thank um, I, I'm a I'm a hardcore uh, Reaganite, and I miss I miss Reagan's uh, approach to politics. I don't like Me I don't too. like what's going on today with all the hatred and uh, the both sides against each other. I don't yeah. think either side wants to destroy America. But I have this question for you, and I have to I, I have to confess this to you. So I'm a lawyer, and there's an old joke about lawyers. Um, uh, clients feared when a lawyer lost his hand because they got so sick and tired of hearing the lawyer say, on the other hand. <laughs> so here's my, here's my question for you. Um, I'm listening to all the stuff about Dominion, and I've read all these pleadings and everything, and i I got to understand how is it that not, not – and I'm new to your discussion, by the way, so I apologize that this was mentioned more than 15 minutes ago. Um, how, how are you not at least discussing um, – the Fox News admissions that they didn't think that that, that this was true, that, that, that Dominion was um, cooking the book, so to speak. Yeah, how, I, is, how are you guys like not leveling out the conversation to include that as part of it? Be, well, first of all, I can, I, can include that, I can include that because it's personalities. Personalities on the, on the program said they didn't believe it was an issue. To me, the personalities should be divided from any of the accusations and information. The information is all I care about. I'm not interested in whether Tucker Carlson liked Trump. I'm going to tell you right now, Gary, there's a lot of things I don't like about Trump. And you hear that. I'm more interested in the policies, right? So I don't care about the personality. I don't care if you didn't like Trump or whatever. I am very, very aggravated at the lack of an audit process after you wanted me to believe 18 million more votes came in for Joe Biden than they did Barack Obama, 16 million more than Hillary Clinton. Right there and there, I, I, I got a flag up. Now this question of the machines. I watched the Kill Chain documentary in 2017 when it was released at the accusation and funded by Democrats 
This is a startling revelation to me. This is something I said the whole time as I did election coverage on that night. So whether Tucker Carlson likes Trump, likes me, likes McBeth, I don't give a rip. And as far as as Fox News goes, I'm more interested in what they produce rather than Rupert Murdoch dating a Chinese, marrying a Chinese spy as his fourth wife before I believe he marries his fifth one next month. I don't care about these guys. I'm more interested in the competition and the news outlet and the information provided than I am the personalities and what they like. Sean Hannity doesn't like me either, by the way. So to me, I'm not interested in the personalities and what their private text message revealed. I'm more interested in I want the formula and I want to audit an exclusivity monopoly that Dominion has over our voting machines. I don't I don't like that. Do you like that as a lawyer? Um, I do not. Uh, I'm not. A, I, I don't believe in this conspiracy. But I. But I, I. Can you help me with this question? Yes. Uh, the cyber ninjas that did their audit. What um, I want to watch. What I want. I'm going to get cut off from you. What I want to help you with is just watch 2,000 Mules. Call me tomorrow. Just watch 2,000 Mules. What is ballot harvesting? Same day registration. Forget the machine. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so I like the calls. You like the calls, Macbeth? looks like a job for me, so Squirrel's visiting some relative who's getting a colonoscopy or something. Maybe he's putting on a bunny suit. I don't know what he's doing. He's off. But Macbeth comes to the plate, as always. Ta-da! That's right. All right, let's go to the lines. George in Naperville. No, it's Why do I have a feeling you're talking to me in a bathroom with your pants off? Are you dressed? No, 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 no. I'm tired. I'm in a room, but I'm not in the bathroom. I didn't want the dogs to bark. He would make fun of Trump when he would get out in front of the voters. And there was no enthusiasm for Biden. He was hiding in his basement. That election was in the bag, and he knew it. I agree. There's no question about it. Same day, same day voter registration, ballot harvesting, some dimwit Democrat traps off 4,000 ballots. Oh, these are good. It's ridiculous. Not to mention there's no way to audit the outcome. In the meantime, I still don't think you had your pants on. Thank you, though, for the call. Uh, Cream Puff Jim. Yeah, hi, Sean. I just, the Ron and Don show, I, I guess the Don uh, wrote a, a pretty commercial out. I don't have that on wait the a minute, internet. Wait a minute, wait a minute. The, the Ron and Don show. Oh, you're talking about yeah, Ron DeSantis? Don, Don, was it Don, the, the old ex-president against Ron, the, the guy down in Florida, he put, a, he put a commercial out where his fingers are pretty. I wonder what that cost to do that commercial. What do you think about that? Oh, I don't know. Grand? It's all paid for with money that they uh, did. They made through campaign <laughs> contributions, as opposed to the Biden's ran- ranches, which are borne by swindling government and and prostituting power. But here's a question I have for you. I noticed your focus on that, but did you happen to see the trip to Ireland where the short in the pants mafia went home? Knox, you know, you know, I got holy water from Knox. Every relative I ever had, as God is my witness, Sean, yeah. we had a Knox holy water. Knox right. holy water. And we had to we had to make the side of the cross at Knox. That was wow. every Irish. Well, I know you're uh, big into that. So you yeah, want well, me to believe? Well, that's, well, that's what it, that's what the blessed version occurred. But you know what's so crazy about it? O'Grady, who did the, the extra mushroom on his son, the president was there. 
That was really crazy. Think about a lot it. of scumbags there. Let me ask you this. You're yeah, telling yeah, me Joe Biden... Father O'Grady's a scumbag now. Huh? No, 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 wait. Uh, are you telling me that that was not a leprechaun and that it was the president of Ireland? I'm talking about Father O'Grady. No, I'm talking the, about the, the little guy that was with... I was talking about the little guy that was with the gangster. Was that little guy a leprechaun and did Joe Biden bring back a four-leaf clover? God, I hope so, because... Yeah, uh, we need I something, because you Democrats have voted us into this problem, you big dummies. Moron. Robert and Bloomingdale. That's right. Probably was a four-leaf clover. No, and that kind of doofus. But We need something. You think he went to Madigan's Castle with the little countertops? I bet he did if he's looking for a favor, I suppose I'll bet you would. that Mike Madigan and that leprechaun who pretends to be the president of Ireland, I bet you they're related, those swindler bastards. What do you think of that? Yeah, I'd have to, have to agree with you. You know, here's the thing, too. I want The reason I was calling you tonight, other than, yeah, I agree with you on that, yeah. is... You know, the stuff going on in Michigan, I was shocked when I heard about this today because I was working, I didn't, and, uh, but, uh, riding, jumping on cars, and, uh, yeah, I agree with you, what you said you earlier. You Saturday night in should Chicago? Have been called in, yeah. and these people should be prosecuted at the first extent of the law, but unfortunately, this is going to be commonplace. Robert, you know, I think you must have been in a coma for the last 30 years. That's just called Saturday in Chicago. Gary in Naperville. Backyard, knocking down mailbox. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Thanks. A couple of things. Uh, first of all, first time I found somewhere where you're wrong, but I also want to add one little thing. You've got to give it a bad name to the Costa Nostra. They, they treat the city far better than these Democrats. I don't know. I think they were, they were willing to do the same kind of lies, cheat, steal, and murder. I think the only thing you could say about them is they were better dressed. But go ahead. <laughs> I'm just telling you, my grandfather was uh, Al Capone's plumber. He said Al Capone was funny. Kind, and after you're done working, you fill your trunk with booze and give you a couple boxes of cigars. Oh, yeah, he was a wonderful guy, and those hookers he beat up and those other guys he killed, they were collateral damage. But go ahead. <laughs> uh, but also, if a guy had a shootout on the streets and killed innocent people, they did kill that guy. So that's the difference of the day. Well, but there's the difference. I think, I think there's the difference. That's the difference. There was a, they only killed people who were involved with them, where the new modern mafia kills pretty much everybody that doesn't acknowledge them yeah. as a government or responsible for the problems. Go ahead. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But you know what it really comes down to? It comes down to belief in God. You know, people don't, don't think there's any, any, they can make their own rules up. There's no right and wrong anymore if you don't believe in God. I think it's, I think that's a little bit of a virtue, sh- it's a virtue shield that I don't need to pull, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. Because it takes away all of the character of the people who were agnostic and never told anybody. The people who were atheist and never told anybody. See, I don't think you need that. And I think that repels more people than it brings in. Because if we go through those examples, you heard Cream Puff Jim talk about some some priest from the greatest real estate investment trust known to man, the Catholic Church. See, that's how I view it. And thanks to America, I can say that because I recognize the the swindle in it where all the gangsters that you just talked about, all the gangsters who murder people all week, they go, they put a little something in the box and they were good Catholics. See, I never liked that. And I grew up in the Catholic Church. And I'm just saying Catholics. I also throw in the Mormons with their magic underpants where they get to be Jesus on the next planet. Ridiculous to me. The Hare Krishners banging the tambourine. I miss them, but they were selling boondoggles too. So I want to show respect to the people who had character, even though they didn't really believe. And they were beaten with the guilt stick all their lives. You don't, I agree with the premise of your point, but I think you give too much of a pass to people being responsible for their own behavior. That's just my opinion. But but one more point I'd like to make is that the the thing is, there's always 
you know, it's the first the chapter in the Bible. Yeah. All, all people are corrupt, and the more power they get, the more they corrupt there. So all these big churches and these, all those things you mentioned, yeah. are corrupt people that corrupted the system. Yeah. The How system about the swingers in Willowbrook? Yeah, the thousands of people, and they're all they're all banging each other. Oh, you're all religion. How about the guy married to the ex-stripper, the Iranian, who pretended he found God? That guy in Willow. Come on, they're all scam artists and scoundrels. I play the clips in the South where they're flying around in jets telling me Jesus wouldn't wouldn't fly commercial. I mean, these are scum of the earth, you know, to me. So I get your overall premise, but I believe religion is individual. I don't think you need a congregation. I don't like to pretend that gangsters and whores are religious. Thank you very much. If I want to, I'll watch C-SPAN. Uh, Craig in Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Anytime. You are hitting all the, all the important subjects of today. Good, I'm about to get inundated by the magic underpants people. They hate when I make fun of them. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I know that. Hey, I'll give you a choice between, like, basically this government basically uh, looking to shut down uh, the production of uh, the... Uh, Internal combustion engine, or about, uh, I'll tell you a horror story about a friend of mine and a couple others, one of them that died from the shot. Which one do you want me to go? Oh, gee, it's, I didn't know it was going to be uh, behind curtain number one or two. I'm going to take curtain number one. Let's go with the engines. Your friend, for all I know, might have had some other problems. Go ahead. Yeah, it expanded hard from the capillaries getting all blocked up. And it, it, I said and one, you're going with get... two. Are you not paying attention? Curtain oh, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. give me the engines. Oh, okay. They're reporting, and that I heard it twice now, that the uh, government wants to go ahead and, um, um, and this regime is doing something about making it, it's going to become unlawful for companies to produce internal combustion engines so that every single thing, like in the United yeah. States, everything has to be powered uh, with electricity. It's called I backdoor mean, nationalizing. The the, wow. It's called backdoor nationalizing, nationalizing production. That's what they're always doing. That's what they're constantly doing. That's why they give you tax breaks to buy their union-made junk versus something you rather choose like a Tesla, even if you believe in that boondoggle nonsense. But I've got something that uh, I found revealing, and it was uh, today or this weekend with the mayor of a sewer. A guy whose accomplishments isn't actually success, it's sexual proclivities. And from what I understand, he's only number two to the vice president, who's number one at the specialty Pete Buttigieg got his job for. We've got a crisis when it comes to roadway fatalities in America. We lose about 40,000 people every year. It's a level that's comparable to gun violence. And Now you see where this is going, right? You see where this is going. But what he doesn't want to talk about, Pete, with his stupid crew cut. With this moron who's only good at the same thing Kamala Harris is. What he doesn't want to talk about is how the government has made these vehicles far more dangerous. Oh, I know. They've got the tech, the, the technology of the crash zones. Will you give me a 1976 Cadillac Eldorado and let me run in to one of these junks with their crumple zones and let's see who walks away with an unbent cigar versus a guy who needs to learn how to walk again, huh, Pete? We see a lot of racial disparities, black and brown Americans, tribal citizens and rural residents much more likely to lose their lives, whether it's in a car or as a pedestrian being hit by a car. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, you racist bastard. Are you saying these people can't drive as well as the white man? That's what I heard. Did you hear that, McBeth? I heard that they can't drive as well. The last thing you want to do is give these minorities a vehicle. That's what I hear. There are a lot of reasons uh, related to discrimination, related to uh, the, even the ways that roads are designed and built. Who has access to? Did he see that movie with Richard Pryor when he was the race car driver, the true story based on the black stock car driver? What is Pete Buttigieg talking about, this racist bastard?
a safe street design that's got crosswalks and good lighting. Who doesn't have that access? <laughs> that can drop. Hey, that'll stop the drug dealing crackhead from running people down like they do in Chicago in basically every neighborhood. Five disparities, and we have a, a responsibility to act on that. And the black and Mexican and Indian, American Indian, Democrat, they're not offended at all by that. You have to love the way in which the American Democrat mafia has normalized absolute racism. Ah, you morons. You're not good enough for the cars. And when it comes to guns, we can never let you have them. We're going to throw in that it's bad for all people. We're going to ignore the facts. But this is what it looks like when government supremacists pretend not to be racist. What's the future for Pete Buttigieg after being the Secretary of Transportation? Have you thought about it? You know, right now I'm, I'm so absorbed in seeking to get, do a good job in the job that I've got. There's never been. Well, in case you're not paying attention, you suck at it. There's no area of transportation. There's nothing you've ever touched that isn't worse off after you've touched it. I mean, aside from the Kamala Harris thing you're good at. been a better time to work in transportation because of the funds that we have. But also, there has rarely been as challenging a time. We've seen the most disruptions come at our transportation system since 9-11. Most that's because the Democrat government decided to shut down everything and then they got to blame it. Now they get to take it over. And Craig in Mount Greenwood's point was the eco-Nazi and the fascistic movement to take away the one of the, the, the most prized possessions of Americans. Their freedom, their ability to go for a ride, their ability to live because they found a way to control one-tenth of one-tenth of one-half of a tiny infinitesimal speck called CO2, and they managed to hide all of their swindles, all of their racism, all of their mafia money schemes behind it. And in the meantime, when Pete Buttigieg was talking, I kept thinking, what is the budget for this phony baloney job he's got? How many staff members does he get? And if you're asking me why I would think that, I happen to watch a very unpleasant-looking Democrat woman by the name of Katie Porter from California, who doesn't look like a congresswoman. She looks like a plumber in drag. So I've absolutely loved being in the House. I love doing oversight. Um, I love doing hearings. And the great thing about the Senate is you get to serve on twice as many committees. You get yeah. to have, I have an amazing, talented staff. You get to have twice as many staffers. Twice as many staff? How many staffers do you idiots get? How much money do you get? I mean, aside from the 40000 you get every year for furniture in your phony baloney offices that you never go to. Huh, fatso? What are you doing with the money? Tell me you're spending on at least good food. Don't tell me that's like Taco Bell food that plumped you up to 320. In the meantime, is it really the money that's the problem? And you, know, and you know how much we're bringing in in revenue? On average, in the 50-year average in America, you bring 17% of GDP. Today, we're bringing 20. That's the only two other times in modern history in America have you ever brought 20% of GDP. That's because the tax cuts actually created economy to grow and brought more revenue. Which husband is more unlucky, Macbeth? Is it Katie Porter's husband or is it uh, the one from Chicago, Bob Kramer? Ooh, that's tough. That's tough because I think they're both on a Viagra drip. ...into the economy. But the problem... Yeah, Jan Schakowsky's husband is Bob Kramer. Yeah, it's true. Felon. Got away with it. The problem is not about how much money we're bringing in where the president just wants to raise more taxes. It's our spending. On 50-year average, we normally only spend 21% of GDP. Right now, we're spending 23.6 on our way to 25. So if and when you factor in their phony baloney foreign policy, you're at about $8 trillion a year. It's one great scam if you're in on it. 
312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Tax day! Pay your taxes! You know what the insurance is on Zelensky's cars? Pay them! That money's got to get out of there somewhere. By the way, I have something I have to play. Uh, where is it? There we go. In its attempts to join the European Union, there has long been one major obstacle. Ukraine's endemic ago. corruption. Now Kiev has appointed a new anti-corruption investigator. Ooh, 40-year-old Semen Krivonos was named at a special cabinet meeting on Monday. The position had been vacant for 11 months, and the EU had been putting pressure on Ukraine to step up its efforts in the fight against rampant graft. The Ukrainian prime minister says the new appointment will pave the way toward European Union membership. With the appointment of the head of the National Anti-Corruption Bureau of Ukraine, we can say that Ukraine has fulfilled all seven EU recommendations, which were determined upon receiving candidate status. This demonstrates our determination in the question of integration in the EU and our desire to move on to the start of accession negotiations this year. The anti-corruption pressure group Transparency International rates Ukraine as one of the most corrupt countries in the world. In their annual ranking, Transparency listed Ukraine as 116th out of 180 countries surveyed. That puts Ukraine only slightly ahead of Russia, ranked 137th. On huh. Has nothing to do with the According billions According to the of Rand Corporation, corruption in Europe comes with a price tag of nearly a trillion euros every year. Ah, Three you're used to Europeans it. surveyed in 2013 like said that corruption in the continent was widespread, and many of them said it was increasing. So we wanted to know, what is the most corrupt country in Europe? Well, every year, Transparency International releases the Corruption Perception Index. In 2015, ranked at number 130 out of a worldwide 168, and alongside countries such as Cameroon, Iran, and Nepal, the most corrupt country in Europe appears to be Ukraine. Huh. That explains so much. The wife of a Ukrainian politician has been caught allegedly smuggling $28 million and 1.3 million euros in cash. Well, that's $30 million. She wants to round up. Those shoes with the red soles are very expensive. One of the things that I'd like to do over these next couple of years is, is to try to erase this very sharp line between our military efforts in national security and our diplomatic and foreign assistance efforts because in this... When he meant... When he said a race, he meant blur. And that explains so much of American foreign policy today. Mark in Oakland. Hey, Sean, how are you? Very good. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Hey, you know, I was just reading something about, uh, uh, it's an outfit called GP3. It's in Florida. All right. And it's run by the... Uh, so am I. Oh, a lot of the, lot of the pro-Republicans, you know, you got the Carl Rose and the Jeb Bush and the Mitt Romney. And they're the ones that do all the uh, campaigning and the poll polstering, you know, to see where, uh, you know, where their candidates are. Yeah. And, and the guy that they got that they're welcoming with opening arms is Ron DeSantis. And, and, and I just, I think Ron DeSantis, you know, if he's hanging out with, uh, I think you're right. Like by that, the way. I think you're right. If he's hanging out with slugs like that. He doesn't care about the American public or the people. You know, Trump had four years, and and he showed he made some mistakes. And you're right, but at least he showed that he cared <laughs> he, about the people. Yeah, but here's the problem. I agree. 
I agree. First of all, if what you're saying is the truth, the problem I have is validating that it is. Because this seems to be a slander technique that would be brought up by another notable scum of the earth by the name of Roger Stone. And there I always had a problem with. Roger Stone is the reason we have the foreign policy that's enriching the mafia pretending to be a country right now in Ukraine. Roger Stone, Paul Manafort, and Black. Manafort, Stone, and Black are the original. They're the Robert Mullers of foreign policy corruption. Not to mention the 271 lobbyists that Trump hired on day one. So I don't think it affects voting the way you do. I think that the problem is, I don't think DeSantis should run, not because he's not better than Trump or wouldn't beat him. I don't think he should run because I, don't, I think he should stand up and, and demand that the system be audited and that it, no one of character should participate because what you're doing is lying to the American people and you're getting everybody all stoked up. Let's do it again. What makes anybody think the outcome is legitimate is my question from Route 1. I don't think anybody should run. My offer to you is this. Nothing. Nobody runs until every state has a system that validates the voter. End the story. And a system that can be audited for months afterwards. I want to audit it the day after, the week after, the month after, and the day before the inauguration. What do you think about that? How do, how do we get that done, Sean? You know, and when you talk about Roger Stone, you know, he worked with George W. Bush. Oh, I can't when, stand when these guys. he ran against uh, Gore. Well, you know, and, and he's a, Nobody's he's a, a bigger he's a, Trump a, a fan in the 80s than me until I've, I learned more and more and more about his organization. I don't go for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, the best, the best energy policy of any president I've ever had, bar none. The smartest when it came to deregulating so many sectors of our economy. Brilliant. Best foreign policy of any president since the beginning. What do you think of that? Terrible when it came to the uh, warp speed. Terrible when it came to the PPP. So I want some apologies. I want some answers. But before we get into the issues, I want to fix what everybody knows is a scam. In 2016, we know that Russian actors targeted state election systems. Now, they said Russian actors. I say American who share the philosophy of Sovietism, Marxism. Doesn't have to be Russia. Russia is not the enemy of America. The American communist, the American Marxist, the American mafia member. That's the problem. Three one two. That's the enemy. Yeah. yeah. That's the, the enemy, enemy of from the, within uh... is our problem. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM five sixty. The answer. AM five sixty. The answer. Brandon Tatum, tonight at 7, right before Jay Sekulow at 9 on AM 560, The Answer. I met him at our last event, the Freedom Summit. Nicest guy in the world. I will tell you this. I'm thinking about the lawyer that called, and and if he's listening, I apologize, I don't remember your name. But it's interesting he said the discourse. Do you know that Trump was a Democrat? When I complain about Trump, it's because of the policies he shared with the Democrat Party for so long. But I never questioned Trump, even back then. I bought the books in the 80s. If you grew up in the 70s and 80s, you know Donald Trump. I never questioned his patriotism, even if I disagreed with some of the philosophies, some of the policies. Never. Because back then, Democrats, although creepy, rapists and intern molesters, they weren't traitors. All Americans 
Not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. Now, granted, creepy and terrible at picking the wife. I still can't figure out the Duchess of Chaffington. And I'm well aware of the scandals of which I believe she was the root of, going back to Whitewater and the rest of it. She's a diabolical rat who would hit her mother in the face with a shovel if she was standing on a $5 bill. But Joe Biden is an outright traitor. This new Marxist mafia is they're outright traitors. So the funny thing is, I thought Trump would be successful not in the areas he was successful. I thought because he had spent so much time bribing Democrats like Ed Burke, like Rahm Emanuel, like uh, Nader, like Schmuck Schumer. I thought that maybe he could marry those parties and kind of heal things a little bit. I didn't realize what they hated was that the mafia was being exposed for what it was. That's why they were willing to come out of the closet and lie, cheat, and steal the election. Simple. Now, once they've done it, what makes you think they're not going to do it again? So I don't want to have the conversation of Ron and, and Don. That, to me, is irrelevant. And if Ron DeSantis were to run, I'm going to tell you right now, as a property owner in Florida, I'm aggravated. You stay right here where you've protected our freedoms during the American Dark Ages. That's what I need you to do. But one thing's for certain. This Leviathan of corruption, this Fourth Reich, cannot afford to allow any outsider to be in that position again. They can't afford it. That's why they're so fast in their fascism. And they've got this feeble dimwit doing it now, this moron. Tom in Blue Island. Sean is always dittos. I don't want to hear one Republican... It just dittos. I don't want to hear one Republican one more time say, we got to flood the polls because they cheat. My ass. If we won by one vote, then we won. No. Joe Biden didn't. There weren't 25 million more votes in 2020 than in 2016. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And knucklehead Joe Biden never got 15 million votes than Barack Obama. And then yeah. Sean, they tell us, they tell us, prove where the fraud is. No, you prove that it's a straight-up election. Why do we have to prove the burden it? Of you couldn't be more right, important. buddy. It's, it's very important, the burden of proof. And, 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 and really, we're in this position where we keep turning to the people we know lie to us. What's the last policy the government implemented that worked out even 50% the way they said it did? May we see your papers? Exactly. That's what's coming. And this whole, this new America, we're on our knees, not the Kamala Harris way. But the old Nazi way. We're on our knees. They're very comfortable. So on tax day, let's remember how this government runs. Because we participate. It's almost time to stop participating. That's what I see as the answer. Kevin, Las Vegas, Nevada. Sean, always great to talk to you, man. It's been a couple of weeks. You too, brother. Thank you. Um... So much stuff I want to cover. I just, and I know, I wish your show was longer. I'd call like six times. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. But um, uh, one, one quick thing before I get to my point, just want to let you know, uh, I know you're talking about the EVs earlier. You can still get the discount or tax credit, whatever you want to call it, on the Teslas. It's uh, 3750 on the Model 3 starting tomorrow. Okay. And, uh, on the but Model it's 7500 if you buy the UAW junk, right? No, 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 no. On, on, the, on the Model Y, you still get 7500 as well. Oh, um, right. I don't know. It has to do with something with where the batteries made or part of it. But, yeah, they, 
they didn't completely uh, jam them up and, and force everybody to get the UAW stuff. So the Teslas are still available. That's yeah, still um, an expensive way to burn your house, though. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, there. I, I don't. I think there's less of that on the Teslas than than people know about. But that's okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, I wanted to talk about. I know how your your feelings are on Kevin McCarthy. I mean, he seems to be saying the right things lately, and it's kind of I guess trying to do the right things. But I mean, why impeach? What is going on? Why? why can't Notice they... how they avoid the word. And you you are the I, I Congress. Never I never you are the it. Congress. What do you mean you're going to sit there quietly? Well, man hands Janet Yellen, the Dutch boy. Oh, the Dutch Just Yellen. runs the government for six months. She does. Well, then why have a Congress? So let's do one of two things. Either act like a Congress or get out of the job and just turn it over to the kingdom. Because that's what these congressmen have let it become. And you know, this, this, this unpleasant looking Katie Porter let you know why. 40000 a year for new furniture in their office, plus they get a staff. And if you're a senator, you get double the staff. Now you know why, uh, uh, Diane Feinstein with her speed racer hairdo is hanging on. Thank you very much, Kevin. By the way, I, I, I could be wrong, but isn't Jimmy Carter and Diane Feinstein, are they going to be in the next Thelma and Louise as they drive over to Cliff, these two idiots? What is taking him so long? Where is Jimmy Carter? We need to have uh, a realization that we've got a, about 35 years worth of oil left in the whole world. Yeah. You were in hospice. You were going to last longer than we got oil, for God's sakes. I hear you got a Tinder profile. John in Palatine. Hey, Chad. I think you're exactly right. I uh, I have a lot of uh, really good conservative patriot friends, and, and they keep thinking about, you know, when we're going to win the next election. <laughs> and I say, how are we going to win the next election? It's a numbers game. The whole thing is, is, is uh, it's a foregone conclusion, and that's why uh, diapers can sit in the basement all uh, election year. I mean, have you ever saw such a thing? You know what, John? Only when I read about the feudalism period and how people lived in medieval times as absolute slaves starving to death, but there was always a puppet show. What we have right now, this is a fracking puppet show. This is to keep us amused so we don't wake up and really see the mafia that is our government. Thank you, John. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. There's a guy that I go to uh, at the cigar store down in Florida, which I love him to death. Italian guy, got the accent, the whole nine yards, and his name is Adam. I said, if you're not in the witness protection program, I never met an Italian named Adam. And he said, well, I never met one named Sean, so he had me. Adam in Oakbrook. Hey, real quick. I got to tell you, what a fact overlook. If you take 6 million votes from California, 5 million from New York away from uh, the vote, Trump wins by 5 million. It shows the brilliance of the founding fathers with the electoral cards. Yeah, I agree with you. In fact, that, that, that also, Adam, is, is the reason I love the idea of homeschooling. I was invited to an event. And I didn't know the age category. And it was homeschoolers litigating the idea of the electoral college versus the mobocracy that the European fascists like. And it's something to see as you watch in, in America today, adults that do not understand the beauty of the system. So these hellhole Democrat mafia ghettos do not cancel out the rest of the nation. Thank you, Adam. I appreciate it. Oakbrook. Uh, 
Also with an accent. Must be my guy. Ted in Wisconsin. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Hey, I just want to say real quick, you know what? I think we ought to let them Democrats have have D.C. as a state, have Puerto Rico as a state, and then we can turn around, we can lop half of Illinois off, we can get most of Wisconsin, upstate New York, Michigan, we can, northern, northern California. We own all those. We'd, we'd triple the amount of representation we'd have in the Senate. Let the Ted, Democrats do you, have do you, that. Do you know why I like your phone call? You just gave good people a window into what it was like in Springfield when Mike Madigan was in charge. That's how they gerrymander. I like it. There Ted, you go. Thank you very much. John in Bridgeport knows a thing or two about a thing or two. A little thing or two here, but just real quick. Remember, two years ago, you had the, go- you had the governor's race in New Jersey and Virginia. Uh-huh. Both one 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 went Republican, the other one didn't. They both went in the wee hours of the night. The thing about it that was the governor of Virginia had legal teams and boots on the ground to make sure there was no funny business going on with the ballots, and Democrats had nothing to stand on, and he ultimately won. New Jersey did not have the money to put that up. It's another thing Trump dropped it. the ball in. I'm going to tell you right now, he dropped the ball, man. Dropped the ball. I was doing election night coverage. Four hours, you shut down. You went radio silent. Four hours, comes back. Oh, we got a winner. It's the idiot with the diaper on. I mean, come on. You had to see that coming a mile away. There's a certain naivete there. And then it didn't help when the guy from New York, Giuliani, had his hair dye running down his face. That didn't help us either. Thank you very much. Well, Sean, real quick. But real so quick, Sean, real no quick. No cracking. Go ahead. All right, real quick is that this, uh, the presidential election is going to come down to seven to ten counties. And the Republicans better be putting their money in those counties, like like the governor of Virginia did in his election night. If that's mm-hmm. the case, we'll, we'll win that night. And in the meantime, you get your ass out of that Bridgeport. It's getting dangerous there. You come down by me. Thank you, kid. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean. How you doing? How was the weekend? Splendid. Except I spent a lot of time in the airport. And if you haven't done that, it's the closest oh, to being God. on 26th and Cal. You want to talk about a shallow gene pool, just go to O'Hare. Whew. Oh, Go ahead. Uh, one quick question. Uh, I want to know when they're going to fire somebody at the uh, Pentagon. Uh, I reckon <laughs> uh, officer or official. Come on, dude. They uh, lost. Leaking this information and giving it to uh, to uh, a guy in the National Guard. You lost six trillion dollars. Did anybody get fired? Circle. You think they're going to get fired because of the gamer? Where's my six trillion dollars? You rotten moron, scam artists. You'll get nothing and like it. We are, as they say, uh, tangled in our anchor chain. Our financial systems are decades old. According to some estimates, we cannot track $2.3 trillion in transactions. Lucky for him, a plane hit the budget office the next day. That end, loose end, was tied. We have heard that a half a million children have died. I mean, that's more children that died when, when, in, in Hiroshima. And, and, you know, is the price worth it? I think this is a very hard choice, but the price, we think the price is worth it. And that's Madeleine Albright from the glory hole of hell where she's going to polish Hitler's shoes right after. Are you kidding me? It's one giant fracking scam. The wife of a Ukrainian politician has been caught allegedly smuggling $28 million and 1.3 million euros in cash. (laughs) It's like being a municipal worker. Just keep voting Democrat. I'll be back tomorrow, 21 hours. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.